Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. With the midterms quickly approaching, more and more candidates are jumping into races for Congress, including Aaron Ryder. Aaron's running for Utah's second congressional district seat, and she joins us on the line now to discuss her campaign, her platform, and her vision. Erin, uh, first time on the show. Uh, welcome to Inside Sources, and welcome to the campaign. Well, thank you so much, Boyd. It's a real honor to be on the show, so I'm grateful for the invitation. Well, wonderful. Let's let's start by giving our listeners who may not be as familiar with your background, uh, give us just a, a little thumbnail sketch of Aaron Ryder and uh, why you're getting into this race. Absolutely. So I am a lifelong Utah, grew up here in Salt Lake City, seventh generation. My family goes back, you know, many, many years here in Utah. I'm an attorney by profession, so I went to BYU for my undergrad and then got my JD MBA from Georgetown University in Washington, D.C. Uh, spent a little bit of time on the Senate Finance Committee when Orrin Hatch was uh, chair of that committee. And I have been working here as a corporate attorney in Salt Lake for the last uh, few years now. All right. So and, uh, that's uh, – <laughs> once, yeah. once you've had that staff – once a staffer, always a staffer is what I say uh, <laughs> as, as a former staffer. Uh, so you do learn a, a lot in terms of the lay of the land and the process, which I think is, is so important. Uh, and so as you looked at getting into this race, uh, what is it that drove you? What's, uh, what's your vision for this race? Yeah, you know, to me, this, we're, we're at a crossroads right now in our political environment, and especially within the Republican Party. You know, 2022, to me, is a race that's all about the future of the Republican Party. We have the opportunity right now to decide who we are and uh, what it means to be a Utah Republican. And especially here in Utah, we have a chance to not only decide that, but to lead the rest of the country in an otherwise, you know, relatively politically fraught time. And, you know, it's interesting, as I talk to people around the district, the number one thing that people tell me is that they just want to see sanity back in our political environment, right? That's the word that they use. I just want to see some sanity in politics again. And you know what? That means we've got to change because guess what the definition of insanity is, right? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's doing the same thing over again and expecting different results. And so if we want powerful, positive, meaningful change in Washington, we can't keep sending the same career politicians back to represent us. We have to do something different. And so for me, you know, that's why I'm stepping into this, because I see the need. I see an opportunity to serve my state and my country and to do some good and to show the country what Utah Republicans are really capable of. So, so as you look at the uh, the opportunities there, uh, it's uh, I always say you know it's easy to to talk about what you are against, and we see that nationally as well as locally. Uh, and to me, the real test is always what you are for. And so, give us some sense uh, from a policy standpoint. Uh, what are some of the things that are part of your kind of forward vision of of what you are for in terms of what you can do in Congress? 
Absolutely. And, you know, I appreciate that you say that, Boyd, because that's one of those things that's been on my mind is I'm kind of tired of being the party of no, right? We have so much more to offer to this country than just saying no to everything that uh, that the other side is doing. And so for me, as I look forward and I'm looking at specific policy issues, I'm looking at um, in, you know, fiscal policy, incredibly high inflation right now. We've got really high housing prices here in Utah. We have student debt that's crippling young, um, young Americans' ability to move forward in this country. We have to deal with this. We have to find a way to stop outspending our spending and to get that under control. So I'm looking at that. I'm also looking at um, environmental issues, right? Republicans, especially Utah Republicans, care a lot about the environment. All you have to do if you live in Salt Lake County is look outside and you care about the environment. But we need to go back to the table. We have to have a seat at the table and be part of those conversations if we expect to have meaningful policy that actually helps us become both energy independent and pushes us forward to um, cleaner technology. And we can do both at the same time. You know, I'm also looking at education, right? We've had um, a, a pandemic over the last couple of years that has really hurt our education system in a lot of ways. Parents, teachers, students are all frustrated across the board. And we need to make sure that we are supporting all of those so that our students can come out and be strong contributors to our society. All right. And, and uh, as you've been going about the district, as you've launched your campaign, uh, what has surprised you or what have you learned so far uh, about the second district? Yeah, you know, I just I have been so impressed at uh, with the people in the second district. I mean, they they care so much about their state, and it's really inspiring to me. And I love hearing the stories of people who have you know spent their whole lives here and are so committed to making Utah a great place. And one of the things that's really impressed upon me is that politics is all about people, right? And you have to be there for the people that you represent, and it's crucial to to listen to them to hear them so that you actually know how to represent them. And and I hear that from people both in terms of positive things and also in terms of frustration, um, you know, with current representation that they feel like people just are not hearing them and listening to them and showing up for them. But I really just have been impressed that, uh, that you know, this is all about people and it's all about the people in this district. And we have an incredible, incredible opportunity to show that District 2 is one of the very best places, not only in this state, but in this country to live. And final question for you. This is the question I ask every candidate, whether they are a brand new candidate or a longtime incumbent. Uh, as you know, Aaron, the, the the rough and tumble of campaigns, just the exhaustion of campaigns uh, are tiring. They're taxing. They, you know, all of the things you have to deal with in that whole process. And so my question is, is always this. What is it that would make all of this worthwhile, knowing you're running to win, knowing you expect to win on uh, that first Tuesday in November? But what would make all of the sacrifice, all the time, all the effort, all the frustration, what would make all of that worth it, even if you came up short on Election Day? Yeah, you know, I love that question, boy. That's great. Um, I, I think for me, it's knowing that I am able to make a positive difference and to give people hope again. You know, I, I talked about how people just want to see sanity back in politics. Well, another thing I hear a lot of is that people just feel a great sense of despair right now. And I think some of that is a result of the pandemic. I think some of that is a result of a relatively toxic political environment. And so sometimes when I talk to people, they just say, what's the point, right? Why should I engage? Why should I bother? Because nothing ever changes and it just feels so hopeless. 
And if I can go out there and if I can show people that there is another path, right, there is another way forward and that we have an opportunity to hope in the future and to hope for something better, that the American dream has not died, then boy, to me, that makes this whole thing worthwhile, regardless of what happens at the end. Aaron Ryder, Republican candidate running for Utah's 2nd Congressional District. Great insight today, Aaron. Thanks for joining us. I'm sure we'll be talking to you from the campaign trail as we move forward. Great. Thank you so much. Really right. appreciate it. You bet. All right. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll look at the Olympics, China, Russia. What happens next? Stay with us on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.